It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Good to have you with us. It is episode number 220 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. And away we go. All right. So the Redskins made a couple of roster transactions and moves on Tuesday. Let's give you those names. Defensive end Ryan B. from Marshall, spelled B-E-E, B, Ryan B. Linebacker B.J. Blunt from McNeese State. He just sounds like a linebacker, right? B.J. Blunt. This guy doesn't sound like anything, except it's kind of weird. Uh, from Michigan, Jawan Bushell hyphen Beatty. Jawan Bushell hyphen Beatty. That is a interesting name, to say the least, at offensive tackle uh, for the Redskins. Then they also signed a tight end, Elkana, spelled E-L-K-A-N-A-H, Elkana, Dylan from the University of Oregon. Safety, JoJo McIntosh from Washington. Also, offensive tackle, Chidi Okiki from Tennessee State. A wide receiver from Duke, TJ Ramming. They couldn't get Duke's quarterback, Daniel Jones, but they got a wide receiver from Duke, and they also lost their receiver from Duke and Jamison Crowder, and also another wide receiver, Stephen Sims from Kansas. So the Redskins signing those eight players uh, on Tuesday and making that official and, again, waiving Alex Carter, Kyle Fuller, Darius James, wide receiver Trade McBride, defensive back Harlan Miller, and offensive lineman Celesi Uhatafe uh, on Tuesday. Now I want to get into... Uh, something that we started to get into on yesterday's show uh, or episode number 219, episode number 219 from uh, Monday, which we posted. Uh, And you guys have been doing a great job, obviously, downloading and sharing 
uh, and I appreciate that very much. So we went through uh, the scouting report and unnamed scouts on Dwayne Haskins. There were a couple of unnamed scouts from Bob McGinn football uh, that I did want to just finish up on, and then we'll move along. Uh, We left you kind of with the unnamed scout that said, quote, franchise quarterbacks make everybody better. He's not that guy. needs to be on a good team like he had at Ohio State. And I kind of mentioned, yeah, you know, and the scout mentioned that, you know, if he has no talent around him, you're talking about a two and fourteen, three and thirteen season. Name me one quarterback that succeeds that doesn't have talent. Uh, and the other scout that mentioned that he was a little bit worried about his weight, which I think is more than fair. Um, the other unnamed scouts kind of compounded that, uh, as McGinn terms it, a fourth scout. Quote his stats kind of lie. End quote. Also, further quoting, when he's working within the rhythm of that offense, he can pick people apart. It makes it easy for him. When he gets pressured and things get in his face, he's not accurate and he sprays the ball. He just can't move his body around well enough in the pocket because he's slow-footed. That will continue in the NFL. This scout said his movements remind me of Jameis Winston. He was an awkward athlete. He sprayed the ball all over when he got pressured. Or Byron Lefwich. I just don't see him as a constant playoff threat, the kind of quarterback you will have to worry about. Now, again, that is all quotes. That is all from Bob McGinn Football, uh, which is a subscription-based website. But Bob McGinn puts these draft series together with profiles on most of the top prospects by position by position. It's well worth your money. Um, I I subscribe to it, quite honestly, every year. Uh, Just because, you know, you get these quotes, even though from unnamed scouts. I mean, I trust Bob McGinn. Uh, So I'll just leave it at that. Now, you don't have to like what these scouts says, but certainly there are some things to be concerned with. A sixth scout, according to McGinn, said, quote, no quarterback likes to get hit, but I really don't, I really don't think he likes to get hit. That's the biggest thing with Dwayne. He rushes the ball out of his hand a lot. Other guys are willing to hold on to that ball until the last second to let that route clear open. He didn't show the willingness to do that. So, you know, this was kind of a problem in terms of Kirk Cousins, right? It drove Jay Gruden nuts that he didn't extend plays, that maybe he got rid of the football too quickly. There is a balance that has to be struck between getting the rid of the ball too quickly and not seeing things and taking the easy option all the time and bypassing bigger things and then holding on to the ball too long. That is just an experience thing. That's a feel thing. Um, that certainly can be coached up. That certainly can get better with time. That can get better, quite honestly, with experience. So, um, you know, I'm not that worried, if we're being totally honest with you, about that particular criticism. I would be more worried about Dwayne Haskins in terms of his weight, in terms of his, certainly his general lack of mobility, although I've seen him on a couple of read option pulls. Uh, I think he's got better footwork in the pocket than most do. Uh, I'm not telling you I'm a scout. I'm not telling you I'm a coach. I'm not telling you I'm a GM. I'm just a guy with two eyes, and I think I know football. And I think it's a little bit overrated 
first of all, that Dwayne Haskins has no mobility. Secondly, um, what's not overrated is he's not going to be running all over the place like Russell Wilson does, uh, like Robert Griffin III did, like Michael Vick did, like Kyler Murray is going to have to. Guess what? He's got a better chance of staying healthy and doing his job in the pocket, ironically enough, than running around like a crazy man. Because that's the problem. You know, everybody says, well, just run when you feel pressure. That's not it's not always the best. It's not always right. Sometimes you run into more pressure. Sometimes you can't accurately throw and get your mechanics square and your feet square and your eyes square and kept keep them up the field. On the th- that was one of the problems with Robert Griffin III. Everybody kept saying, well, he doesn't feel the pressure, so he should just run if he feels the pressure. Yeah, the problem was is he wasn't very accurate throwing on the run. He didn't keep his eyes straight. He didn't, and downfield, he didn't keep his body square. Uh, his footwork was terrible. That's the problem with that. That also takes a special athlete, not only from the running aspect, but from the mechanical aspect. I'd rather have Dwayne Haskins be a little bit slow-footed and be a little bit cinder-blocky, if you will, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better term, in the pocket than have him run all over the place where, again, all of those things have to go in unison unless he's just going to run all over the place and outrun people, which we know he's not going to do. And Kyler Murray can do that, but he's not going to do it every time. And he's not going to do it a lot. I can tell you that. I mean, he'll make some people look miss. He'll make some people look terrible, and he will electrify the Arizona Cardinals at times. He's also going to take a lot of big, unnecessary shots. I can guarantee you. I've been watching football way too long. He's going to take some big, unnecessary shots. All right, so I wanted to pass all of that along to you with Dwayne Haskins. When we return, we're actually going to hear a clip from Bruce Allen in an interview that he did with SiriusXM's NFL Radio, Moving the Chains with Pat um, Kerwin, who's a longtime pal of his, and Jim Miller. Uh, And it's about Dwayne Haskins, and then we'll move on to Montez Sweat uh, and the other draft, um, the other draftees of the Redskins and tell you what some of the scouts are saying and uh, what some of the analysis uh, pre-draft and post-draft is being said and written about the Redskins draft class. All right, that's next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. It is episode number two, two, zero. And again, good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we are back right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 220. Don't forget to check out the all-new Himalaya podcasting app wherever you download your apps, whatever your store is. Go check it out. Himalaya, personally personally curated playlist. Yeah, it's easy for me to say. Uh, And the Locked On Redskins podcast or any Locked On 
podcast available. There you go. And by the way, speaking of podcasts, we were almost at 20,000 downloads in the month of April. That is by far, by far a high since I've been doing this podcast since mid-October. Uh, that's probably about four or 5,000 more downloads. That helps, obviously, with the NFL draft, but uh, about four or 5,000 more pile, uh, downloads over the course of a month, I think, than uh, was our previous monthly high. Uh, I'll try and get some exact numbers for you uh, on that for the next episode. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it very much. Keep it going. Let's get to 25,000. That's the next goal, obviously, going to be a little more difficult now that the news is starting to dry up. A little bit, but hopefully there will be more interest in the Redskins with Dwayne Haskins. Speaking of Dwayne Haskins, Bruce Allen, president of the Redskins, who, of course, is Dan Snyder's right-hand man, was on NFL Radio, Sirius XM style with Jim Miller and... um, uh, and 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 his buddy Pat Kerwin, uh, he always does interviews with those guys. It's one of the few interviews that he did. Although he also did a TV interview with First Take, uh, and he also did a radio interview with Stephen A. Smith on ESPN Radio uh, on Tuesday. But nevertheless, uh, this was a clip sent to us courtesy of SiriusXM NFL Radio. Uh, Bruce Allen was asked by Pat Kerwin. If Dwayne Haskins reminded him as it reminded Pat of Doug Williams to so take a listen. I, I woke up one morning. And I said, I think this is guy. Doug Williams must love this guy because he's the more I watched him, the more I felt like I was watching a young Doug Williams. Did you feel that way at all? Because I did. Well, there are some uh, comparisons that we liked, and I, I don't want to mention all the players, but they, his ability we felt was special. You know, it, you can look at all the stats and, and be odd. So you, you pass all the stat tests. But when we got to meet him, uh, we understood what type of young man we could p- potentially get and how smart he is and how much uh, football means to him and what his goals in life were. So it became a natural fit for us. And McLaurin, excuse me, Terry McLaurin, who he came back in the third round, the Ohio State wide receiver that benefited from a lot of those passes. He's a burner. Probably the two receivers that impressed me the most just with their maturity. And all they did definitely was Paris Campbell out of Ohio State, but McLaurin as well because he's kind of checked all the boxes and why you selected him in the third round. Yeah, they're they're both both those receivers – we thought a lot of and and with Terry you know we're getting a two-time captain from the team he, he is fast but he for a fast guy he sure plays physical and mm-hmm. that's a you know that got everybody's attention around here and watching him down at the senior bowl uh you know it, it really started the the fuse on trying to get him and and you know Doug and and Kyle were jumping up and down when his name was still on the board Again, that is a clip of Bruce Allen's full appearance on Sirius XM's NFL radio. Uh, So we certainly say thank you to them. Moving the chains, Pat Kerwin and Jim Miller, uh, the hosts on there. Bruce Allen talking about Doug Williams. And at the end there, you heard Kyle Smith. And certainly will be interesting to watch what happens to both Doug Williams and Kyle Smith over the next week or so, maybe two weeks. Uh, hearing a lot of rumblings, quite honestly. I don't have anything concrete yet that I feel good enough about going with. Um, Certainly, uh, the thing that I would say is there could be some movement on either one or both of those guys uh, over the next week, week and a half. 
Uh, let's call it that. So as I get more information and as I have a chance to vet it, uh, and I'm working on some things, uh, I will pass it along for you. But uh, again, one thing I would always, always keep an eye on is, you know, now that the draft is over and for the most part free agency is over, no, general managers don't usually get fired or change at this time of the year. But... Uh, there are always a lot of changes to scouting staffs and the people that put scouting staffs together. And I don't think Doug Williams or Kyle Smith, by any stretch, is going to get fired or anything like that. I think that would be pretty silly. Uh, however, contracts could be up, one. Two, guys could get offers from other teams that their contract allows them to get out of with a buyout. All sorts of things can happen at this time of the year. So it's something to keep an eye on, even with, again, Doug Williams. Even with, again, Doug Williams. And uh, I, I would just also just add this. Keep an eye on the new head of the Fritz Pollard Alliance, which is actually based in Washington, D.C., uh, Rod Graves, former Arizona Cardinal general manager and New York Jets uh, assistant general manager, I believe he was, and he's been working with the NFL League office the last year or two. Uh, he left the NFL League office to head the Fritz Pollard Alliance, and my understanding is is he definitely, definitely, definitely wants to uh, take a big step up in the role of having minority uh, candidates and minority executives in top decision-making positions. So just keep an eye on that situation uh, as it revolves and uh, obviously efforting to get more information uh, and more concrete information. So I don't mean to tease you, but I just want to pass it along and have you keep it on your radar. All right. Let's get to Montez Sweat, uh, the six and a half, uh, six five and a half uh, foot prospect, 260 pounds, 4440 uh, from Mississippi State, who the Redskins moved up for in the bottom part of the first round to pick number 26. Of course, everybody knows the medical concern and the large heart, right? Uh, it took place in the Senior Bowl, the Combine. Um, everybody might remember, hopefully you do remember, maybe you don't, Michigan defensive tackle Maurice Hurst, who fell all the way to the fifth round. And according to uh, uh, Bob McGinn football, um, he said that one source described what happened with Montez Sweat as a similar condition to Maurice Hurst. Uh, and the one scout said, quote, I think it will be a pure judgment call for every medical staff. Uh, and he said his team was meeting on it this week. Now, I don't know when, what week that was, uh, but, and I don't know who the scout was, um, because this is a pre-draft series. So, the profile goes on to say about the Blazing 40 that Montez Sweat had at the uh, Combine. Um, you know, along with that, you have a 35 and three quarter inch arm frame. And that is huge. That is number one in the class. So when you're looking at Montez Sweat, you have speed, you have height and size. You have get-off, and you have long arms. Uh, and to me, long arms tell me a couple of things. One, it's harder for offensive tackle and 
uh, offensive linemen in general. Offensive tackles usually have longer arms than offensive guards. So when Montez Sweat kind of cuts inside and maybe gets singled up or shoveled off or pushed off to a guard or even a running back picks him up in pass pro, that might be where Montez Sweat has his most effective ability because he can use those long arms and that length to keep a blocker at bay a little bit easier. The blocker cannot engage as much because generally they have shorter arms. uh, And Montez Sweat, if he's extending his hands in a position to kind of keep distance between the blocker and himself as part of his pass rush move, it will be harder for the blocker to engage with his hands and to get good hand placement, hand technique, and power and thrust and leverage to block Montez Sweat because of that longer arm and that longer frame. Uh, so that's just something that you know I think we should point out um, about Montez Sweat. Now, uh, I'm hoping... Uh, to talk to more people involved in Montez Sweat's Mississippi State career uh, this week. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to use that on the record or not. Uh, We're working on that (laughs) as we speak, but I did speak to one member of the Mississippi State coaching staff from last year. Now, this gentleman was on the offensive staff, uh, and he's no longer at Mississippi State. He took another job uh, with the former now Mississippi State offensive coordinator at a smaller school uh, and it but it's more of a it, it, it's a promotion to a position coaching uh, area uh, where he was basically doing offensive quality control so I just want to make sure I'm, I'm clarifying that and he just you know he just told me immediately that Montez Sweat is just a great dude and a hard worker and a really good kid now again I want to be careful by saying, you know, people do change and you don't always get a full snapshot, but this guy would have no reason to lie to me. So I think the Redskins are getting a pretty good character guy uh, here, as well as a tremendous talent, a a tremendous talent. Now, one scout said, I like him, but he's not Von Miller. Now, he was Montez Sweat, kicked out of Michigan State in April of 2016 after failing at least one drug test and getting involved uh, in a couple of other incidents. Um, One scout said, quote, kind of a party culture there. We had some guys from Michigan State talk about him positively uh, during the time that he was there. We're okay with it, is what this unnamed, quote, uh, scout said and was quoted as by Bob McGinn. Now, Montez Sweat finished with 105 tackles, 30 and a half for loss, 23 and a half sacks. Another scout told McGinn, quote, that workout stuff you don't see on the field. He's a gangly athlete. He gets beat up at the point of attack as a rusher. He's not a fluid moving guy. He wins with his length, just what we were kind of talking about. Just kind of a one trick pony. He's scary. He does play hard. So that's good. But again, maybe a refinement of pass rush moves and technique is certainly going to help him. He scored a 14 and a 19 on the Wonderlick, according to Bob McGinn Football. Um, one scout compared him to former Tennessee Titan Javon Curse. A different scout told McGinn, Bob McGinn Football, quote, not a bad comparison. Inside stab, 
inside move and he gets his arms under. He's got such great arm length. I don't like his person, whatever that means, but with that length and that speed, he can develop if he'll take coaching. So some interesting quotes and some interesting comments there on Montez Sweat. Now, why don't we do this? We'll take a timeout and we'll finish up with one more prospect on the other side. Again, we're going to just kind of go through these and just let you hear what the scouts are saying and what the subscription services are saying and the scouting reports are saying uh, because we have so much to do and so much to cover and so much to teach you guys and educate ourselves on all of these draft prospects because hopefully eight or nine of them will make a good contribution out of the ten that the Redskins uh, gave or selected over the weekend. All right, we'll do that next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, guys, we're back here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Make sure you're following along at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, and as well at Locked on NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. I tell you what, uh, because we're running short on time, we're just going to finish up on Montez Sweat here and read you from Dane Brugler's athletic NFL scouting guide. Some of the things that Dane had to say and point out about Montez Sweat, who was a three-star tight end recruit out of high school in Stone Mountain, Georgia. He was uh, raised by his grandparents, according to Brugler, um, played college basketball, received college basketball offers. Again, he was known uh, more of a tight end who could occasionally rush the passer, and here he is. Uh, we mentioned the violation and the suspension at Michigan State. Um, again, suspended for most of 2015 for a violation of team rules, left the program for personal reasons, spent a year at the JUCO level, and then committed to Mississippi State uh, instead of LSU and Texas A&M. He went to the 2019 Senior Bowl, uh, and again, that's kind of the story uh, from there, really, uh, seems to have kind of straightened himself out. Uh, So some of the strengths, as we've talked about, the frame and length and arm length. um, But one thing that jumps out to you, and Brugler points it out, light-footed, out of his stance with long strides to quickly eat up grass. Core flexibility to lean and maintain his balance. Forceful, long arm, and introduces various inside and outside moves to keep blockers guessing improved run awareness and play identification. That was one thing that a scout told me is that he was surprised by Montez Sweat's ability to play the run and get better uh, with the run. Clearly, that's something that Preston Smith did uh, while he was here. He got better and better. One negative that I wanted to pass along, uh, you know, that that Brugler pointed out, uh, sometimes he plays tall and rigid when engaged, As we kind of mentioned, good to have that arm length, but you've got to use it properly so that offensive linemen have a harder time uh, getting engaged and also doesn't have a great feel uh, in coverage. So um, 
you know, basically the long and the short of it is on Montez Sweat that he's got to get a little bit stronger and he's got to get a little bit more bendy uh, and a little bit more better with his technique. But all of that can be coached, I think. All of that can be maximized. Um, And I think he is going to be a really good complement with Ryan Kerrigan because teams won't be able to just completely chip and double team and load up on Montez Sweat. Uh, So I think you'll see a a big impact out of him. You should see a big impact out of him. Um, Almost everybody feels that the Redskins got really good value because a lot of people had Montez Sweat as a top 10 prospect. I personally didn't. I kind of thought he would be right in the area of 15 when the Redskins were there. Uh, And certainly, you know, ultimately they could have taken him there, but they went with Dwayne Haskins and got both. All right. So that's Montez Sweat in a nutshell. When we uh, come back for another episode, episode number 221, we will go through more of the Redskins draft picks and let you know everything that we can tell you and pass along in verbal form to you so that you have a better feel for who your favorite football team is going to be putting out on the grass uh, come September and really come late July for training camp in Richmond. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for being with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.